God said that Satan has effectively harnessed the minds of men to believe and to make a lie. And God also said that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to break the back of Lucifer's bondage and to redeem, buy back, fallen man. God said that it is through his only begotten son's sacrifice that he has made a way of escape. Man said that there is no God and has gone about seeking other gods and other sources for his origin. Now the record. The greatest scientists, innovators, and inventors of all time have been firm believers in the God of creation. On July 5, 1687, Sir Isaac Newton published his book titled Principa, which established the foundations of our present understanding of astronomy, physics, and calculus. When Newton was asked of his purpose in publishing the book, he said that it was to convince men of faith in the Creator. Newton's writings about God outnumbered his scientific papers. When the medically famous Louis Pasteur was asked how he related the Bible and science, he replied, The more I know, the more does my faith approach that of the Breton peasant. To paraphrase that, the more I know, the more humble I become in God's presence. The scientific world's poster boy and t-shirt memorabilia facsimile Albert Einstein concerning quantum theory and the concept that there is an inherent uncertainty in physical happenings had this to say, God does not play dice with the universe. Great minds believe in God. Those famous individuals who have promoted atheism and an ungodly mindset have contributed to the general demise of mankind, and certainly to their own and that of their families as well. Time magazine in April 1966 unearthed an old blasphemy and plastered it across its cover. It read, Is God dead? This stupidity, God is dead, became a common mantra of the 1960s. The originator of the idea was the German rationalist and philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche. Bumper stickers could be found in those days which stated, God is dead, signed Nietzsche. Years later, I spotted a bumper sticker while driving down the highway which read, Nietzsche is dead, signed God. Nietzsche ended his days in 1900 in an insane asylum. He is now a believer. There are no atheists in eternity. In his latter years, the recluse Charles Darwin, famous, or should I say infamous, for the promotion of evolution, or evolution as the English say, said his real birthday was December 27th, which was the day at the age of 22 that he set sail on the HMS Beagle in his quest for the answers to man's origin. Darwin sees himself with two birthdays. It reminds me of the principle in the Word of God known as the born-again experience. A born-again believer will mark the date of his or her second spiritual birth and give as much honor to it as their biological birth when carnal life began. Darwin, who was once a theological student, had a new birth as well, but it was in atheism. In a letter to his brother Erasmus, he wrote, Concerning species, in fact the a priori reasoning is so entirely satisfactory to me that if the facts won't fit, why so much the worse for the facts in my feeling. Darwin showed more confidence in his imagination, let the facts be doomed, than in empirical truth. And so is the state of the proponents of evolution today. In 1912, the newspaper headline blared, Missing Link Found, Darwin's Theory Proved. Author Donald DeYoung records the following. The famous Piltdown Man fossil had been located in England. 
Over the next 40 years, the pieces of skull and accompanying tools were studied, debated, and often used as evolution evidence. Four decades later, however, in 1953, the artifacts were recognized as a complete fraud. Someone had placed together the skull of a human and the jawbone of an ape. They were artificially made to look old with acid and markings with a wire brush. Their perpetrator had never been identified. Suspicions should have been raised immediately for at least two reasons. First, Piltdown Man was found just 30 miles from Charles Darwin's residence. Second, one of the burial implements alongside the fossil strangely resembled a cricket bat used in modern British sports. I found the following piece of information somewhat ironic. In April of 1948, a significant scientific letter was published in the physical review journal titled The Origin of Chemical Elements. The authors suggested that all elements in the universe were formed as a byproduct of evolution's Big Bang. Unbeknownst to the authors, their scholarly labor would be published on April Fool's Day. Psalms chapter 14 verse 1 correctly records, The fool hath said in his heart there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. The anti-God mindset has successfully convinced men of the erroneous evolutionary nature of all life, especially citing the dinosaur to drum up attention and credibility to their unprovable assertions. One thing missing in the general understanding of the dinosaur is that the word was coined by English paleontologist Richard Owen at a science conference, and the word simply means terrible lizard. See dinosaurs on this site. Owen's presentation was titled, Report on British Fossil Reptiles, during which he declared that the dinosaur did not evolve from a lower order, but had been directly created by God. On November 16, 1974, in an attempt to contact life in outer space, the $60 million project utilizing the Arecibo Radio Telescope was commissioned. The undertaking that the world's largest radio telescope was commissioned to do was known as SETI, an acronym for Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. I've got news for Arecibo. We've been contacted. The shocking truth is that extraterrestrials are operating and have been sighted all over the Earth, and the Bible, which was authored by the ultimate extraterrestrial, God Almighty, documents it. Concerning extraterrestrial operatives among us, Hebrews chapter 13 verse 2 records, Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. And concerning evil operatives, John the Beloved records in Revelation chapter 12 verses 7 through 9, And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought in his angels and prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. We even know where the headquarters for the evil extraterrestrials is located. Jesus Christ records it in Revelation chapter 2, verses 12 through 13. And to the angel of the church in Pergamos write, These things saith he which hath the sharp sword with two edges. I know thy works and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is. And thou holdest fast my name, and hast not denied my faith, even in those days wherein Antipas was my faithful martyr, who was slain among you, where Satan dwelleth. 
In the face of all man's unbelief, God continually communicates with earthlings through His Spirit, drawing men to Himself through the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. If you would like to make contact, click on the Further with Jesus on this website. God said that Satan has effectively harnessed the minds of men to believe and to make a lie. And God also said that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to break the back of Lucifer's bondage and to redeem, buy back fallen man. God said that it is through his only begotten son's sacrifice that he has made a way of escape. Man said that there is no God and has gone about seeking other gods and other sources for his origin. Now you have the record.